Hello, welcome to Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday, where all your questions for your primary care doctor are answered. Our goal is to help our listeners make their wellness a priority and live out long, enjoyable, and fulfilling lives. Right, we are on. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. It's going to be all about skincare and younger-looking skin today. I have an expert here today. Dr. Sharolta Zabo is going to be talking to us all about skin. So before we get into all that goodness, um, I'm going to start with introductions. So for those that don't know me, my name is Dr. Uday. I'm a board-certified family medicine physician. I'm based in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Uh, I own a primary care practice, namely Apple Valley Family Medicine, and I also do aesthetic medicine as well, aesthetic services. And my goal with that is to have my patients not only feeling good, but looking good as well. So let's get right to it. So Dr. Saba, I'm going to uh, let you know a little bit more about her. She is a board-certified and fellowship-trained dermatologist. She specializes in medical, surgical, cosmetic, and laser dermatology for adults, adolescents, and children. She is a speaker and author, and her mission is to transform patients' lives via healing and creating healthy and glowing skin that fuels and radiates self-confidence. So Dr. Sabo, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Uday. I am excited to speak with your audience, to your audience today. Yes, we are ready. So let's see. So first question. So from your experience, what are the obstacles to younger looking skin? I think the biggest um, problem is our um, the lifestyle that uh, we have developed a modern lifestyle, so to say, and the environmental change. And of course, when we say environmental change, we almost uh, instantly putting the responsibility to someone else. So mm-hmm. I wanna say that we can do a lot uh, on our own to kind of counteract that. So um, our lifestyle and environmental change actually causes a lot of oxidative stress to our body, which actually make the aging process much faster. Of course, we all have a natural aging process that genetically determined. So we can actually fight that. Nowadays, there are tools to fight that. But I think on top of that, we actually accelerate it with our lifestyle, with our what we eat with our uh, sleeping patterns, without um, without exercise, with um, you know not wearing sunscreen. So all these things, I feel like um, accelerate aging, and that actually shows on the skin. Our our skin is actually a mirror of our um, of our health, and um, we have known that for the longest time. I live in Colorado. And actually, it's very interesting that when someone comes to see me first time around, I can actually tell roughly mm-hmm. where they kind of grew up and mm-hmm. where they currently live. 
people who have grown up in 10,000 feet, you know, in the mountains, I tell you that their skin has aged so much more than the people who actually grew up at sea level. So it's very interesting how really the skin will talk to me even before the person starts to talk to me. And uh, so that's one thing, the UV, the environmental damage, but also I think a lot of it is, you know, healthy eating, um, again, sleeping, that seven to nine hours of nightly sleep, the exercise, all of these things will actually influence the skin. So in uh, fact, when I uh, talk with patients about, um, uh, you know, anti-aging or rejuvenation, I always tell them that I can only do so much. I can use my fancy lasers. I can recommend fancy products, but it is, uh, it is a teamwork. And if we don't do our part, it will be very difficult. They will be spending a lot of money and may not even get the results they want. Absolutely. So you were kind of touching on it. And so I was going to ask formally, um, what are the tips that you would give for anybody that is looking to have younger, uh, younger looking skin? So um, just like earlier, I mentioned, I will kind of consult them briefly about lifestyle changes. And these things will not come overnight. But I do think that we need to work as a team together. I tell them that I can do things. I will always recommend something to do as a really good healthcare, um, skincare, because number one, we need to protect, uh, prevent uh, UV damage. We live in uh, in actually 5,000 feet in, in Denver, but people sometimes live even higher altitude. So UV protection is incredibly important. Um, then on top of that, I want them to be on a very good skincare regimen. They're on top topical antioxidants. They can take also, of course, they can take uh, uh, by mouth, you know, vitamins as well that are very important to counteract the environmental damage. And then, so once we kind of established a good skincare, then we will talk about what else can be done. So, of course, um, we still do chemical peels in my practice. Um, those are kind of like the basic part of, uh, basic type of rejuvenation. My problem with chemical peels is that a little bit less um, um, control over it. And um, being a physician, I'm a pretty much a control freak. So <laughs> lasers can be a little bit more controlled. So I can actually control how much energy I deliver, how deep I go. And therefore I have more control over it. I can customize it based on the person, um, person's skin type, you know, and also their skin sensitivity. So we can actually adjust that accordingly. So lasers, um, we can do uh, resurfacing lasers. We can do just um, attacking the brown and red spots. In fact, I really like to combine those together, especially at the very initial stages. And then, um, you know, nowadays we also want to focus on relaxing some of the muscle uh, musculature on the face, which will actually help with fine lines. And um, and uh, the newest thing, a uh, newest kid around the block, my, my favorite is. Uh, repositioning the skin because there are multiple things happening with the skin uh when we're when we are aging so to say 
we are developing lines from overactive muscles. We are losing volume, facial volume, because our body stopped making new collagen. And a lot of times when we, when we lose weight, um, actually we will lose those facial fat pads and that will make us look older. Right. And um, and then the surface changes, brown and red discolorations that all the spots that are coming from typically that's from UV, UV damage. So when we are when we are trying to do an overall encompassing rejuvenation, we kind of have to address all of them. We can't just, uh, you know, kind of go after one or the other because you want to kind of create a well-balanced face. Absolutely. So um, just, I know people are probably curious about this, but when you say a, a good skincare, can you really touch on what you consider a good skincare? Yeah, so I, um, uh, so let's break it down. So in the morning, I um, like everyone to use, uh, if they use a cleanser, a gentle cleanser, I, in Colorado, the climate is so dry that I typically only recommend using a gentle cleanser once a day. And that would be, I'd rather have them use it in the evening. Now, when the climate is more humid, you definitely can use it twice a day, but here it just dries our skin so much that once a day is perfectly enough. So, but I still have patients uh, rinse their skin with cold water. And then um, after that, um, I definitely have them put an antioxidant. It could be a vitamin C product. It could be a combination uh, product. There are some vitamin E and vitamin C products. I uh, happen to like a brand called Skin Medica and Epions. Those are the two most common. And Skin Better Science, that is uh, probably the third most common that we use. These, um, they have different antioxidant combinations. I like to put that on first because that will fight the daily um, environmental factors. And then on top of that, once it kind of set on the skin after a few minutes, couple of minutes, then I have patients put a, a sunscreen on. Um, I like physical sunblocks personally. Uh, physical sunblocks are the sunblocks that actually deflect the light. They mm -hmm. are not chemicals, so they will not absorb. I think chemical sunscreens right now, under a lot of investigation, the jury is still out if it's gonna, if it if it is um, not healthy for us. But in the meantime, I typically recommend a physical sunblock. So what that means, I tell patients look for under the ingredients, active ingredients, titanium or zinc oxide. And nowadays, actually, so many products actually so uh, well done that it's not going to look like a white paste on the face. That was uh, that used to be a concern in okay. the past, but I don't think it's any longer a concern. So um, I have them put that on, and uh, and you know, actually, nowadays there are some sunscreens that are tinted. So if uh, someone likes to use a foundation, actually the, those perfectly function as a foundation. So you don't necessarily have to put another layer of foundation and then you can put your makeup over it if you uh, wish to do so. Now, one little trick I tell my patients, um, look for a brushable sunscreen for during the day. So let's say you do have a lunch date with your best friend and you're gonna be sitting outside in a nice restaurant uh, you know, your morning sunscreen really has worn off by then. The, the, it, 
typically last about two to three hours, the effectivity of the sunscreen. So what you put on in the morning at 7 a.m. will not last, will not be active anymore at noon. So I like these brushable sunscreens. The one um, I particularly like is Color Science, but there are other brands out there too. The reason I like it because it comes in a, a translucent powder that you just brush all, all over your face. And um, so it's also a um, zinc and titanium um, ingredient. So you actually don't need to worry about messing up your makeup, but mm. you're putting another layer of protection on your face. The other thing is very interesting is that uh, Color Science now has a built-in blue light protection, which is um, actually super important as we spend hours, um, all of us, in front of devices. I, my, my phone told me that I spent last week on average four hours in front of either my iPad or my iPhone. And so that, are, that is a lot, a lot of hours. So, you know, we want to protect because actually that blue light, we now know it also causes oxidative stress and causes a uh, breakdown in collagen and can cause actually people who are prone to, for example, melasma, the brown pigmentation on the skin, they mm. actually can get their brown pigment darker just from our devices. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's uh, actually shocking, but it, we have to protect ourselves. So reapplying, I like the brushable sunscreen um, because it actually now protects it uh, from blue light as well. Absolutely. And the, yes, and then the evening, uh, just uh, briefly, but the evening regimen is probably the most important because now, of course, we encountered uh, quite a bit of the environmental damage. We wanna definitely make sure that we wash off our makeup. Mm -hmm. um, I like a gentle cleanser, you know, CeraVe and Cetaphil, those are two over-the-counter brands that oftentimes I recommend, but I also like um, like a very gentle um, glycolic acid cleanser, which actually takes off a little bit more and it helps to for uh, with rejuvenation as well. And then after that, I definitely recommend antioxidants as well as growth factors to apply to the skin. One of my couple of my favorites is um, uh, Skin Better Science, all too advanced, full of antioxidants. There's no other uh, product on the market or Skin Medica TNS Advanced Serum. These are really good, full of antioxidants as well as uh, growth factors. Those growth factors will actually replace the, the growth factors we all used to have when we were younger than 20. And then our body kind of changes and some genes get turned on, off and then now we don't have those growth factors. So we wanna replenish that. So help that overnight the skin rejuvenates itself. That's awesome. This is so good. Thank you so much. So I'm actually gonna switch gears and ask, um, it's actually more about you. So I always ask, why do you do what you do, doc? I, you know, the skin is a fascinating organ. And, um, uh, you know, it's actually very interesting. I wanted to be a cardiologist when I was in medical school, um, but I ended up doing some a research project um, at the immunology department. And uh, they had a very close relationship with dermatology because the skin 
immunology is so much easier to study than any other organs. And so I ended up falling in love with the skin for this reason. And, uh, and I just think it's, um, it's fascinating that you can affect people's lives, you know, by changing their skin. And it could be aesthetics, but it could be also some chronic inflammatory diseases like eczema or psoriasis, or, you know, we're not even talking about hair loss or, you know, things that affect all of our lives. And, uh, and I think I just uh, really got hooked uh, once I did my rotation in dermatology, how addictive it <laughs> is to see those smiling faces. Oh, that's awesome. So another question. So our last question, um, and this is just completely unrelated, but I've gotten so many helpful answers that I thought I would keep asking. And this is, um, if you could meet your 20 year old self, what would you tell your 20 year old self after all the experiences that you've had so far? Um, I probably would say, um, don't be so shy, mm -hmm. be, um, active, build your connections. And, uh, I have always been uh, pretty much an introvert, uh, but I, Yes, it's it's so common, I think, but uh, I have always had that desire to help people. And uh, I, I feel like that for the longest time, I just kept my questions to myself and I wanted to be a good student. And, but I think there's way more beyond that. Go and don't be shy to ask the questions from the experts and a lot of them, most of them are totally happy to to help and and learn from the best. You know, I I was shy for too long. Oh, well, guess what? You're doing it now. But that's that's why I asked that question, because there could be somebody in that position that could you know hear that. So thank you so much. Now, where can people find you or connect with you? So we have um, Facebook and Instagram, and um, I also have a personal LinkedIn account. So um, under my name uh, is going to be the LinkedIn, and also uh, Dr. Sabo Derm at Instagram, or uh, Sharota Sabo at Facebook. But um, my office is called Alta Vista Dermatology, and on we have a website um altavistaderm.com um similarly on instagram altavistaderm and altavistadermatology on facebook so would love to connect with people would love to have questions i'm happy to answer this is i really feel that is such a fastly changing field and there are so many hypes out there um and so much misinformation that I feel like we're obligated as physicians to to actually educate people because we can save people money by have them not to spend money on that really don't have a lot of research behind but actually also tell them what is the one that you can use and you can actually cut back on the or you know turn the turn the clock back Absolutely. So you gave so many 
great gems and actionable things that our audience can use. Thank you so much. And so everybody will include that information um, with this video. Um, and for those of you looking for a quality primary care physician, we're accepting new patients at Apple Valley Family Medicine. Our phone number is 304-350-1087. And you can find us online at www.applevalleyfamilymed.com. Dr. Zabo, thank you so much for being here with us today. Have a great week, everybody. Pleasure is mine. Have a great week. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and include a review. Don't forget, you're worth it, and your health is our priority. Tune in for another episode next week, and have a great rest of your week.